Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. It is 17 degrees in St. Louis at 819. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler, 17 degrees with an ice storm. By the way, the feels like temperature is nine. We head to Winnipeg. Carrie and Randy with you. And uh, Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues, is with us. The Blues in Winnipeg tonight, 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock faceoff. Good morning, Kerbs. How are you doing? You got us beating the weather department? Uh, well, yeah, there was already snow and ice and stuff on the ground. Uh, and when we arrived, I think the temperature was minus six. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. win. You win. Curbs, I just got back from L.A. and I was debating as I was driving in this morning why I was coming into work. <laughs> the weather is, is a little bad. Hey, quick question before we get into anything hockey. Uh, you being a, a huge New York Giants fan, how are you feeling about the Philadelphia Eagles going to the Super Bowl uh, in a couple of weeks? Well, I think it's fantastic that the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl because now I have a clear rooting interest for the other team. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Giants fan right there, through and through. There you, you go. Know, like so, it was it actually was, like I, I would have loved it if last night's game between the Bengals and the uh, and the Chiefs was the Super Bowl. You know, <laughs> so I mean, they that don't was, even <laughs> that, that, that was straight. So I'm 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 pulling for the Chiefs in this one. Hey, Curbs. Uh, Another slow start for the Blues and another loss Saturday in Colorado. And right now they're sitting eight games, eight points out of a playoff spot. Uh, they've fallen, as you mentioned, I think at the end of the telecast or under the bro- uh, at the end of the broadcast, they're under 500 now at 23, 24, and 3. This is a really big picture question because there has been so much that's gone wrong. But what's gone wrong? Uh, I think this year you had a... I think I wonder if a couple things were underestimated in terms of the makeup of this team. Uh, I, I think the to me the biggest thing is you're a team that's in some transition, and you're going to have these bumps in the roads until the players you're transitioning to get the experience and the grip that they need. It, it and to me, Randy, it's it's no different than. You know, kind of the, the the changes, and you were losing games in 07, 08, you know, first half of 09, made the good playoff run in 09, missed the playoffs the next couple of years. Because good teams find a way to either come back or win those one-goal games. Teams that are struggling, you find ways to lose them. And this team has become a team that has found ways to lose games. Uh, you know, the, the net coming off its mooring that probably should have just been a two-minute penalty and the goal is awarded. Different, you're finding different ways to lose. And um, and it, for whatever reason, and, and I can't 
put a finger on it, and I'm sure a lot can't either, but for whatever reason, there's just there just hasn't been buy-in in certain styles of, of play that are needed that are needed to win. And there's little there's little detail things. So we're, we're watching the game. There's a, the puck is in the corner in Colorado. The the Avs are trying to come out of the corner with it. We've got good pressure coming after him. Vladimir Tarasenko just kind of swoops. You know, if he goes straight into the puck and into the boards with the guy, we probably get that puck back. Instead, there's a big swoop. There's no stop and starts. Uh, there was another play in the neutral zone where, you know, guy does a swooping play with one hand on a stick and we turn it over rather than stop and start on the puck and make a play. And we talked to Craig Berube about stops and starts, and he says, man, it's been a, even an issue across the league. But when you watch teams that do it, they're successful. So little those little pay, you know details like that have just been hurting them all season long, and, and that commitment to play a certain style just doesn't seem to be there. Hey, Curbs, Randy and I were talking earlier about um, this team kind of being in that position where you know either you're going to be good enough to make it to the playoffs or, or bad enough to, to get one of the top picks. And that's one of those conversations that they have in the front office. It's not like they come to the players and say, hey, we're going to start losing. But what the transition is, you start playing younger guys. Those guys get more minutes because you know you're not going to have the success to, to win games at the rate you need to. How does that go over with this team? I mean, because for me, I don't want to ever lose. I would be a terrible person to be around if we're continuously losing. How does that go over with those guys having to, having to make that decision and, and really it being taken out of their hands at some point? Well, and it's been a process of, I'd say, two or three years coming. When you make a trade and you, you trade Oscar Sundquist away, you let David Perron walk. You know, we've seen Alex Petrangelo leave via free agency. Jaden Schwartz lead via free agency. You went through those growing pains with those players. Those players become winners. Those players become your experienced guys. Now, you still have some of them. I mean, there, there's still a Tarasenko, Riley, Shen, you know, and other guys. You, you've got those four defensemen that, that are under contract for a while. You've got a Stanley Cup champion goaltender in, in Jordan Bennington. But... The, but the, the roster's not as deep. So it's those other players that need to learn how to do it. And, and when you're getting Robert Thomas and, and Jordan Cairo in positions and in situations and it's, you know, ice time starts, situational starts that they just don't have a ton of ex- the same experience in because it was Shen, because it was O'Reilly getting those, because it was Perron playing those situations, not Cairo. You, uh, that's where those growing pains are going to be, and and it's and it's it's fairly acceptable and understandable. And you know what? And that's why that's why you can play the Toronto Maple Leafs, and at times look look like a really strong playoff team. That's why you could look as good as you looked in the third period against Colorado. You've got good players that are there. It's just going to take some time. Now, it's happening, unfortunately, when a key group of guys are going to be unrestricted free agents. And so the makeup of the team is going to continue to change while you're going to end up waiting for a snugger route or maybe a bulldog to come in and, and, and make a difference over a couple of years. So they're, they're not going to be going into a rebuild, but they are definitely uh, in a retweaking, retooling mode that's just naturally coming, I think, because of contracts. And it's part of a process, and you just hope that you get the right veterans in to help keep that process from spiraling out of control. Hey, Curbs, one thing that uh, I I want people to know that I believe is that I think despite the struggles here, 
Craig Bruby's done a pretty darn good job with this club. We know Craig Bruby can develop young players. We've seen that. We know he can win a Stanley Cup. We've seen that. And Doug Armstrong said eight games into the season that he said to the players, look, the coach isn't going anywhere. If anybody's not going to hold up their end of the bargain, as far as players are concerned, that's where we'll make changes. And I'm glad that's the case. We've had enough guys, Scotty Bowman, Jacques Demers, uh, Al Arbor, Joel Quenville. We've had enough guys leave here and go win Stanley Cups elsewhere. I don't think the problem is the coach. No, I don't think the problem is the coach, but I do also think that the coaches are going to have to probably do some adjusting like you're asking the players to do as well. And that is that, you know, I think I think towards the end of Ken Hitchcock's time here, you know, Ken Hitchcock had that one style of play he wanted to go when David Backus and Troy Brower and some of the bigger bodies were gone. You know, it, it wasn't quite the same. And, and they had to be careful because as Hitch would bark and get louder, you know, the players started to tune them out. And so whether it be how you handle it, how you discuss things with the players, whatever adjustments on the ice are made, uh, drills that are run in practice, focus on different things, there's probably got to be some adjustment on the coaching uh, part as well to, to get this kind of figured out. But sometimes you also do have to re- accept the reality of you are what your record says you are. Mm-hmm. Right now, that's a team that's a 500 team, and you, you've just got to keep going and working at it and build whatever you can build towards the, the rest of this year. It, it, you're not out of it. You could still make some noise. There's no doubt about that. You've got 32 games to go. But, but you also have to see some right things from some right guys, and that inconsistency just doesn't seem to continue to be there. That, that's a challenge for a coaching staff to continue to try and get there without losing a room and without uh, drowning them out by having to scream and yell too much. Hey, Curves, I'm, I'm looking at these stats, and, and I think in 23 of their 24 uh, losses in, in regulation, they've given up four or more goals. Is it just that simple, this not giving up that many shots on goal, not giving up that many goals? How do you prevent that from happening repeatedly when it's clearly the reason why they're not, why they're not winning those games? This, yeah, this team, for whatever reason, has just been dreadful defensively. Uh, and and they've gotten, I think, better than average goaltending out of Jordan Bennington, even though like, I know that the numbers in this case don't show that. But if you if you watch what we watch, like if he made some more grade-A terrific saves in that in that Colorado game. Um, I, you know, Gary, this is this has been, I think, maybe the big you know enigma all, all season long is how, how are they – how are they getting tapping goals? How are, how are, you know, there was another one with a guy right in front of the net just left all alone in the last game. But I think on two of the goals, the defensemen have their man and they're all marked up. And so much of what's going on for me defensively with this hockey team ends up going on the forwards. Uh, not getting back into the zone hard enough. Uh, there's one shot where you've got, you know, two forwards gliding back. And these are veteran guys, you know, and not closing the gap. And it was one of their guys that, that, that you had the tap in goal. So to me, uh, it's it, again, it's that mental commitment from everybody of, of when you're going out, like little detail things. Sometimes we've seen players go to the bench for a line change when the puck was being shot in by the other team and the forward having to come onto the ice and had to race back into the zone to try and get a position to play. And, and it's, it's just leaving your teammates in, in those little details that make a big difference. And, and there hasn't been enough accountability amongst the players themselves uh, you know, and even maybe the coaches to make sure that that kind of stuff stops. And it's kind of been biting them all season long. Curbs will be tuned in tonight, 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock faceoff from Winnipeg. And enjoy uh, your hotel room today. 
<laughs> I did get some. You know, it's the kind of walking. It's it, you walk outside and it gets this cold out here, and it's sort of like body parts of your freezed other body parts. You're like, okay, we got to go back inside. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see you later, brother. Take care. <laughs> see you guys. That is Chris Kerber. He's the voice of the blues here on 101 ESPN. 